Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, it's, it's part one of episode 30, a mega episode. Mega episode. Uh, double pod for our thirtieth. So, for this, yeah, happy thirtieth. Happy thirtieth. Let's have a breakdown. Um, yes, our, our quarter life crisis. No, that's insane. That things will will be lived to one hundred and twenty. Maybe. Yeah. Not a good life though. It's weird hitting the age of thirty. You know, you always think you'd be ready for it, and it just hits you like a truck. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, this is the first um, podcast episode that is older than me. Yes. Funny, yeah. Yes, because you're you're. You grow up so fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's thirty in January. I'm thirty in January. Yeah. Phil's thirty in January. That's when he's going to have his breakdown. Yeah, that's um, Fern. Who, Fern Brady, who has joined us for our thirtieth birthday. We wanted to share it with our favorite Fern. <laughs> Second place, the New Zealand Fern. Mm-hmm. Uh, but above that, it's a silver Fern, isn't it, New Zealand? Yes. Yeah, but you're above that Fern. Thank you. An entire Old nation fern. symbol. What about Farron Britain? She's she's below, below, below. Yeah, too nationalistic a surname. Yeah. She's yeah. Too, she's too Brexity. Yeah, too Brexity. Fern Britain. Britain. No thanks. Um uh, But uh, yes, it's a it's a it's a, gonna be a double epi- a double a double pooper. And we have a, a double yoker. Um Fern is a good friend of ours, a very funny comedian, and has a couple of banging bud pods um um, related stories. Well, not Bud Pod related, but stories about the poo stories. Just great poo stories. They're thematic. They're thematic. They fit the theme perfectly. And she's helping us out with some correspondence. It's going to be a great couple of apps. Enjoy. Enjoy. Uh, so the you went on a trip around uh, the dildo factory. Oh, we started. Yeah. Yeah, about four months ago, I did a tweet about um, this dildo company. Well, it was like a joke tweet. And uh, then I thought they weren't replying to me. And then they got me to come to their... They took me on a tour of their factory. Really? <laughs> yeah. Where, and where was it? In Bath. Ooh. The dildo factory's in Bath? Yeah. The factory's in Bath? It's like a warehouse. Oh, not the factory, sorry. It was a big warehouse with all the dicks. And... So I lived in Bath for a bit, so I went to school. It was where my, my parents still live now, and I had no idea we were yeah. living next to filth. Your school was a builder <laughs> factory all along. Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> oh, that, oh, that explains Mr. Bellend, the huge... <laughs> Talking dildo that Pro- thought us Professor Rubberfist. Ah, of course, of course, of course. I just thought he was sick. He was actually a huge Rubberfist. What What was it like? Um. Well, the I used to I worked in a sex shop in Manchester when I was on open spot. Yeah. Um. So it was just like a large scale version of that. Oh, that's fair. <clears throat> oh, but it wasn't like you couldn't go into the warehouse and buy stuff. It's where is where they supply. These they post it out on the internet, but ah. they also have warehouses in Brisbane and in America, 
And they said how everyone's buying habits are different. So no. interesting. Yeah, I was like, I bet British people buy more like schoolgirl costumes and BDSM stuff. And they were like, you're absolutely correct. Oh, nice. And then Australians nice. tend good, to good buy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Australians buy tiny underwear. What? Tiny yeah. underwear. Like to go on their prison. tiny uh, gem honed bodies. J- Budgie smugglers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little speedos, mate. Yeah, I've seen twice in Australia, I've seen old men wearing G-strings on the beach. Yes. It's mental. Did you see that? I Grandpa strings. Yeah. <laughs> and then remember when we went to Sydney, everyone just looked like they worked out all the time. Yeah. It's mad. I, I was um, in Southend yesterday and I saw three men in their 40s and 50s with grey hair and like eight packs. Oh my Southend. God. Yeah. And, I, well, and also loads of men of that same age who were extremely fat but the the six packs were the point it was like what the fuck they why were you around topless men the beach the venues by the beach all right enough yeah 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 um, um but was it like that that sort of bulging six pack where it's like one of the one of them was and two of them were legit wow legit scary i have a lot of time yeah six and packs. a reason to be strong yeah 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 i, I get punched in the stomach a lot yeah yeah but you go to the gym a lot don't you? Um, I seem like I do. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, did I not tell you? I was waiting in the queue for a show at the Pleasance, and my boyfriend saw you and was like, does PR work out? <laughs> and <laughs> I think he fancied you. Really? <laughs> yeah, he was saying how handsome you are. Really? Yeah, yeah. Did you have any compliments for me, Fern? No. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love well, to he his... referenced your joke last night to explain something to me. Yeah, but not that Explaining things back to me in wangish terms. <laughs> <laughs> Was he as condescending as I am? Um, He has a bit that way. He d- does the thing you do where he corrects me on stuff. Yeah, I need to stop doing that. I, cr- yeah. I, cr- like, I, 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 I had it this weekend. Someone said um, less instead of fewer. And my, my body instinct went, <laughs> and then, but then I just, I, I held it back and I imagined the, the, the subtle but negative social fallout that would have happened. Yes. Afterwards. And I just had to play this scenario out to myself and go, no, it's not worth it. You don't want to be that person. Yeah. And then I've missed what they're, what they're talking about. And then so I just nod along it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was completely disengaged from conversation at that point. But it's hard, man. I just want to correct people all the time because it's all I have, fun. It's all I've ever had. <laughs> it's all I've ever had. Being right. Being that... right is all I've ever had. And I have, to, I, have to, I have to let go of it. The time you corrected me about Scottish independence in front of A. Castor and uh, Rebecca... I was so angry that I couldn't speak, but I wanted to seem like really elegant and nice in front of them. Uh, so yeah, I, w- I thought that, yeah, you behaved in a way I hadn't seen before. I was like, why isn't she fighting me? Yeah. <laughs> but we were, in, we were in polite company. So Yeah, yeah he was like, your preposterous views on Scottish independence like, totally <laughs> insulted me and patronised me about it. And I then, did not patronise you, we were having a debate. And then I waited... <laughs> Until we were having brunch alone, and I was like, "How fucking dare you!" <laughs> Next <laughs> day, <laughs> I was so just angry. Some, just I... some spooning porridge into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have more questions about this warehouse. Did you see anything in the warehouse where even you, as someone who used to work in a sex shop, were mm. like, "What the fuck?" Like they have that now. Were there any surprises in the depths? I'm... I mean, you posed with. 
you, in, you, in the photo you posted online about it, you are holding two dildos that are larger yes. than any orifice a person could have. They're like forearms. Yeah. With a commitment to diversity, because there's a white one and a black one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ebony and ivory. Yeah. Together at last. <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they supposed to be put up here, those? Are they, like, ornamental? No, I think they are for people that have maybe got stretched out fannies or bum holes. It's more like the length of them, and they don't look, they look quite rigid. So it's like they don't, I don't yeah. think they can handle the, the bends and curves of the human body. Some someone someone's found a way. Life finds a way, Phil. I think people take poppers, or if you. Um... I'm not, I'm not, it's not just about the girth, though. It's just like the. the you, you mean you're wondering how they rearrange the organs? Yeah. They must do I mean, that. I feel a like bit. you could take maybe. Yeah, but look at the shape of a baby. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the shape of a baby comes out a woman. Yeah, and it's one of the most. Famously painful experiences of birth from the head, but it's only on the way. It's only on the way out. Oh right! On, on the, the way, way in, it's uniformly wonderful. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's like sticking your hand in a jar of sweets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> if people just sat on babies. <laughs> they would just ooh, they'd have a great time. They just fall back inside. <laughs> Uh, I tell you what was weird was for the podcast they wanted me to do there was a list of things like you have to be inclusive or whatever yeah but I was gonna obviously do that anyway uh but then when I mentioned um I've been reading this book called the vagina bible um and it said that when they first started trying to do research into the clitoris they had a hard time because corpses clitorises are shrunken and really tiny oh right uh, and then they got all funny about that and i was like well i'm being inclusive to necrophiliacs so what's the problem here <laughs> i thought you wanted me to be inclusive um That's... They, yeah so they're all shrunk up yeah no one's no one's you're horny... actually your clit shrinks as you get older not really? just when you're dead the difficulty level goes up uh, yeah. <laughs> as you oh. get more experience. <laughs> yeah. Go, okay, well. Um, so your clit actually gets cuter as you get older. Cuter? Yeah, but it gets all small and cute. That's small. Uh, well, they also, they contradicted me on that and said that it, some people say it keeps growing, but I don't think that's true. N- no, because then you'd have these grannies just like dicks hanging out. <laughs> Have we actually introduced a No, we haven't. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, Granny Dick's uh, dead clits. It's Fern Brady, everyone. Um, well, that's yeah. why grannies no, never no. wear tight jeans. Yeah. Uh, they always wear those old lady trousers. Yeah, maybe, for room. For yeah. room for their big swinging dicks. <laughs> yes, Fern is now our third guest on the podcast. Yes. That was our first wow. private cold open yes. with a guest. I don't know. If it was know. a freezing cold open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now the credits are rolling. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, it, it, the credits have only just started rolling. Whoa. Wow, this is a pretty interesting show. Um, Fern is our third guest and our second Scottish guest in a row and our second Edinburghian guest in a row. Yes. Oh, you're at the end. Yes. Yeah. He's proper Edinburgh, though. What do you mean? Because he's from Edinburgh, Edinburgh, the town, and I'm from, like, West Lothian outside Edinburgh. Oh, right. Which Ian would not consider it to be Edinburgh. Bathgate. Yeah, Bathgate. I met someone from Bathgate. Who? Just someone's friend. I don't know. She doesn't work in comedy. Oh, right. But I was still like, I know Bathgate. But what was, did she seem common? 
I don't know. <laughs> um, no? Because there's some... The Protestants in Bathgate are rich, so you might have met a posh person. Maybe I met a proddy then. Fern yeah. and I want to do a show. A pretty proddy. A duel, uh, like a travel show, the two of us, called From Bath to Bathgate. Yeah. So we go from... I have pitched that to producers, but they just look at me. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get in? Uh, but and but it'd just be like Prince and the Pauper, and um, yeah. So showing um, uh, my. Phil has to go and work in Bathgate Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, Phil's gonna have a scene like when uh, when uh, the lady goes downstairs in Titanic. Yeah, oh, where like, he uh, does Irish dancing yeah, and, and enjoys yeah. it. And, everyone's, and, he, and Phil's face is like, wow, they have fun here more than in the formal dinner place or whatever. And then I <laughs> will go to Bath Lawn Tennis Club. Yes. Right. Is, yes. It, uh, is that what you do? <laughs> no, I just did nothing, which is the, the, the ultimate privilege. Yeah. Yeah, to sit and do nothing is the real, is, is life's true pleasure. We go to the spa, the Bath Spa. Oh, I love Bath Spa. Yeah. I really love Bath, generally. Mm. Um, we'd go to um, one of the nightclubs and watch, watch the posh kids finger each other. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, where else would we go? Do you think if you go to... Tea and scone yeah? on the little uh, grass by the lock. Do you think if, you go, to, if you go to Bath Spa and there's someone walks in really like, ah, ooh, with a big flapping bum hole, you know, I know where you've been. You've been to the warehouse. And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it becomes like a local. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the tour guides are like, you can always tell when a, a, a Bathian has been to the warehouse. It's like looking because... out for geishas in Kyoto. <laughs> oh, there goes one now. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is what happened that was funny in the uh, dodo place was they took me into where they record their podcasts and they were yeah. like, if you could just not take any pictures in here so because... The, this dildo company records their own podcast in the dildo warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. they, said, could, they said, don't take any pictures in here because all our latest creations are here. And it was like, Willy Wonka. <laughs> and the chocolate, where it's like, don't give away the secret of the everlasting gobstopper. Mr. Slughorn a, wants to know what our new dildo flavour is. Well, there was just loads of butt plugs sitting around and butt plugs all look the same to me you're not going to be like oh they've got one with nobbles on it or <laughs> whatever we finally invented the everlasting butt plug <laughs> yeah. it'll never dissolve yeah <laughs> keep on pushing it won't stop <laughs> all these um, yeah. all these people on the tour die from dildo injuries and Oompa Loompas come out and dance their bodies away there's one very bratty posh girl I want one now <laughs> I want a rubber fist now daddy greedy little German boy <laughs> just <laughs> swallows one hole and chokes on it there's a river of lube he falls into <laughs> it's flavoured like strawberries <laughs> Welcome to the Bath Dildo Warehouse. Here in Bath, we believe in the importance of free things. Cider, Jane Austen, and shoving stuff up inside your body for sexual gratification. And we at the Bath Dildo Warehouse are proud to be the largest collection of sex toys in the Southwest. If you don't count that pit of fleshlights and froom. So come on down to the Bath Dildo Warehouse. We can suit whatever your needs are, as long as those needs involve putting something inside an orifice of your body. It could be a mouth, but 
we don't recommend it. We recommend the vagina or the arsehole. We sell all kinds of dildos. We sell dildos. We sell uh, mildos. Uh, mildos are uh, dildos that we've made out of an old pepper mill. They're called mildos. Careful, they're spicy. <laughs> we've got um, spildos. A spildo is a, a, dil, a, a hollow dildo that you, you put around your cock and you fill it with jizz or you put it around your vagina and fill it with vaginal fluid and, I'm, I'm, and if you fill it up you fill it, you fill it up so much that it spills out your fluid spills out and that's why you call it a spildo and uh, we have sort of dildos mildos spildos and 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 um uh, swill dildos, which are dildos made up out of uh, solidified pig swill, uh, just adds a little rustic charm to your uh, furious private wanking. So those are the dildos. We have stuff to put up your butt as well. We have butt stuff. Of course, we uh, what kind of uh, sex toy uh, repository uh, would we be? If we uh, didn't have stuff, you could put your butt. In fact, we like to call ourselves the suppository repository, if you know what I mean. Because uh, it's a suppository, it's something you put your uh, arse in a repository. is uh, a place where you store things. So come down to the bath dildo warehouse. Next time you have a bit of free time, maybe if you're at a loose end, drop in and peruse our many dildos. Uh, you can buy as many as you like, as many as you like, buy five, buy five thousand, well I mean you can't, no, well not five thousand, we, we only have about uh, eight, eight hundred uh, units in stock at the moment, but uh, uh, but but you can buy uh, those eight hundred, we'd be so happy if you bought those eight hundred off us in one go. If you came in and you're, you said I'd like to buy all 800 of your dildos, we would say, yippee, yippee, that's a that's a good day's work, that. That's a good day's work. 800 dildos in one sale, that's a good day's work. But we'd order in some more, and we'd come in when they got here, and we'd continue our jobs of selling those dildos. But that's beside the point. Come in any time and buy as many dildos as you like. Uh, you can find us... Uh, uh, in ba Bath, just outside of Bath, uh, we're next to a uh, we're next to an Argos and and a school. They're not happy about that. The school, they're not happy. I can tell you, they're not happy about being right next to a big dildo farm. But uh, uh, it's not illegal. Apparently, it's not illegal. They're not happy. I'll be honest with you now. They're not happy that we're there. But it is not illegal, so uh, we're, that's where we are. Come in, uh, avoid the children's gaze. They are judgmental looking uh, things for one so young. Um, and come in and we've got nice opaque plastic bags, so no shame on the way out. And buy as many dildos as you like. Cannot, cannot express how free you are to buy as many dildos as you like. So come on down, Bath Dildo Warehouse. I've got three up me now.
So we were, we were just um, speaking about the kind of, uh, uh, shall we say, unusual characters one might, one might get at one's show. Um, and Fern, you get, uh, we, Phil and I have had some, but Fern gets, I think you get our share. You yeah. get so You're many. You're like a lightning rod for weirdos, and yeah. the rest of us are very grateful that you take that hit. Yes, <laughs> you you yeah. you take our share of the burden. We, we we Phil and I are on a what a a lunar month. Honestly, one lunar month, rather, oh, oh, I should uh, say, rather uh, than saying like of uh, the moon, a lunar month. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you meant. <laughs> that's all you get. Probably. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't get too. I don't get many weirdos, especially no. not like um, ones that come up to me after oh my god i get i got you expect me to attract more i can tell you the weirdest message i got on instagram once this this girl sent me a message and it was like a request message and i was like all right and i i looked at it and it was like uh oh hey how are you and then it was a video and i was like okay i'm gonna look at the profile before i load the video (laughs) you know i'm no fool yeah so i clicked on the profile and from the profile, it looked like a teenage girl, maybe like 15 or 16, um, from like uh, uh, like Alabama or somewhere. Like somewhere like, like yeah. that I have not performed, you know. Mm. And definitely like too young to be like, oh, I traveled to London. And so I was like, all right, this is weird, but fine. And uh, so I went back and I watched the video. And it was just her. It was her in like uh, exercise pants, not just exercise pants, but like, her lower half and exercise pants in her bedroom, just doing a huge fart. Just videoed herself. <laughs> just ripping ass. <laughs> just horrible. And then that was the whole video. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So I thought, I'm not replying to this. I don't want to encourage this sort of behavior. And then like months later, <laughs> when I'd completely forgotten about it, she messages me going, hey, did you watch the video? <laughs> <laughs> and then I think, ah, oh, this is interesting. She goes, hey, did you watch the video? And I go, and I go no, why? What's in it? And she got thinking like, what will she say? Will she be like, nothing or whatever? Like, and she goes, uh, oh, nothing, lol, just a video of me farting, ha. Huh? <laughs> She's like, totally, like, yeah, amazing. it was a video. Just a video of me farting. And uh, does she follow you? She knows you. She watches you. She knows your stuff. No. What? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying, Phil. She never mentioned like. Oh, by the way, I love the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I saw your YouTube clip. Because I mean, it's very on brand for the podcast. Yeah. No. This was just, just some teenage girl. That's amazing. Well, good for you, man, and good for her. (laughs) Be proud of your body. Very, very odd though. I don't know why. It's like it's like tra- trying to understand a serial killer's mind. Why me? How does how does she pick her victims? Why me? Yeah. Why not you, Phil? Ah! You, Phil, you got a very extreme Instagram message. Oh yeah, I have a very nice lady uh, in Bristol who <laughs> will not stop sending me photos of her breasts <laughs> and videos of her vagina. <laughs> she won't stop. She will not stop. <laughs> She's like the, the Terminator. Huh? What are the vagina videos like? They're, what would you call them? Vivid. They're vivid personal examinations. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, or, or examinations or maybe even demonstrations. Um, uh, demonst- yes, a demonstration, a, a tour around, um, you know. Like a tour a, around the pum-pum. A tour around the pum-pum, a little pum-pum tour. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I was... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, she, she wants to stop sending me them. 
Uh, and I guess I should just stop opening them, but it seems, <laughs> it seems rude if someone's gone through the effort. It's Phil's cross to bear. She can tell that you're opening them as well. She, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't seem like the easily embarrassed type, so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> yeah, that would be odd if she developed that. Also, no, like, if, mean, if, you're she, sending, if you're sending... Oh, so she thinks... So she'll she be getting she, off that you're opening them. Right, okay. Yeah. So I should just stop. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I keep thinking maybe this one will be like, hi, you're probably wondering why I've been sending you, you know, like, it'll be like, <laughs> it'll be the roundup. You, would you be, how would you be annoyed or impressed if uh, eventually she was like, it, it, it was like a guerrilla marketing scheme for her, for her crafts on Etsy. Right, yeah. By the way, I make dream catches. <laughs> now that I have your attention. Like in the background, you look back in the videos, there's always a, a dream catcher behind her. Yeah, you just didn't notice. I haven't had dick pics since we were in Australia. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. But I haven't put up any bikini pictures, and that was uh, around the time I got more. But my bikini pictures oh. were always me, like, glaring into the camera. They weren't, like, so there's a, a, yeah, a dick sexual. There are plenty of men who would like that even like it even more for that. Glare, glaring. Well, they were not even glaring, more just grimacing because it was sunny. And I, it was, Squinting. Squinting, yeah. yeah. And so I like, uh, um, they, they weren't well, I think very the, sexual. Yeah, but the the internet has proven that someone somewhere will wank over it, whatever it yeah. is. It could be a picture of a, a shoe being someone washed away by the sea. Someone was asked <laughs> to buy my shoes the other week. How much? How much were they asking for? I, d- I said I didn't want to sell them. Hmm. And he was like, the mad thing was, was he was like, oh, I bet other guys are really creepy with you, and not like me. I just want to buy your Doc Martens. Right. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you should do it, man. Just start. You should like stop selling them like the pieces of the cross, like <laughs> buying loads of Doc Martens. Someone Say, sent me. Go on. You sell them. I mean, there's that Instagram um, girl who was selling her bath water for like. Was yeah, it forty dollars a cup or something? Yeah, she's online? like a YouTuber or something. I looked her up and she's from South Africa. Is it? And I was like, the country doesn't need this. <laughs> the country suffered enough. She lives in the UK, but she's from South Africa. Right. Because I was like, Vice did a big feature on this lady is selling her bath water. And she's it... creating jobs. This is exactly what South Africa needs. <laughs> <laughs> but she's doing it in the UK, Phil. That's she's betrayed right. the right. motherland. That's what. You, that's the bit you're annoyed about. That. Yeah, I'm a real patriot in South Africa. Other South Africans could be drinking that bath water. <laughs> the, it, these these huge shipping fees. I can't afford to ship your bath water all the way to the motherland. What What do you reckon they What do you reckon those guys do with the bath water? I think they drink it. Do you reckon? And they pour it on their ding dongs. Like so, a little sip and then a pour on the ding dong. Yeah, like a that's how you do a tequila. <laughs> 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 we'll sip. some salt of the dick salt of the dick <laughs> lime in the bum <laughs> oh <laughs> ah, and then oh god those oh that's good <laughs> uh, speaking of on brand stories fern probably has the most on brand bud pod <laughs> strange fan story you could you could think of yeah it was it was practically made for the fan base of this thing and you tweeted about it yeah because it, well he tweeted about it well people on twitter uh didn't because i tried to tell people in my shows and they didn't find it funny or they just 
maybe it's so beyond the realm of their lived experience that they couldn't get their heads around it. Yeah, but, well, what would you call it? The A nappy man? No, an adult baby. An adult baby. So I got a tweet one day, and it said, had a dream I was at a Fern Brady gig, and she sensed my nappy needed changing. <laughs> sensed. Uh-huh. Because uh. I've got a maternal instinct. Yeah. That's 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 the vibe you give off on stage. Oh, uh, well, exactly. <laughs> caring, caring and maternal. Stern. It's known on... It's Matronly. Stern. Oh. Fern. It's known on that the makes s- it sound like I've got fat tits, though. I think. <laughs> yeah, and you and flowery arms from baking. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> well, I thought you meant flowery arms from eating bread. Like no. all the flowers gone no. straight to my arms. No, no. Like, Trying like. To make them look thinner. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so he tweeted that, and yeah. then I, against my better judgment, retweeted it to be like, look at this pervert. With anyone. With anyone that's like a masochist, that just makes them come more. Right. Because you're humiliating them and yeah. that's what they want. So I forgot all about it. And then a week later, I think I was sitting in the airport, going back to London. I was doing a preview that night. And then I saw a tweet that was like, it was just a picture of an adult man's body in a nappy. With like Mickey Mouse on it, oh, the first bit. Oh, Mickey. And it said, um, "Oh, Mickey, you're not fine. <laughs> you're a grown man's ass." <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine so, his voice. Oh, oh, uh, don't. oh no! So it's just this, <laughs> right, so it's just this adult man's torso, and then the tweet said, "Can't wait to go and see Fern Brady and Greenwich tonight." My girlfriend has changed my nappy, oh, no. so I'll be nice and fresh, oh, and hopefully uh, I won't need changed again during the show. Oh, wow. So because he'd obviously gone, and this is such a thing that these type of men will do, let's make this dream a reality. Yeah. Um. And it's fucked, because it's like forcing you to participate in their fucked sexual fantasy. Um, so I, I start freaking out. Then I look at his Twitter page and all of his tweets for the last week were about me. Uh. And I hadn't noticed. And some of the tweets were innocuous. Like, I think Fern should be on Taskmaster. And I was like, yeah. Listen to this adult baby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen to the adult baby community. The people have spoken. <laughs> yeah. Dave, the people have spoken. With an adult baby lie. Yeah. yeah. So some of the tweets were just like that, or it was like, "Hey, this is a great clip of her stand up." Then the other tweets were like, "Fern Brady should do a porn scene with this porn actress," oh, and uh... just like pictures of me and a porn actress side by side. Yeah. And um, and you oh, it was just you? horrible. Just loads and loads of tweets. So then I like told my agent, and then I think I messaged Phil, and then I messaged um my boyfriend and like no men that I told seem to be like worried like oh he's gonna murder you and shag your dead body yeah but that's always what I think when no, one, I see no one's ever like murdered that. anyone in a nappy I was, yeah I, if it How wasn't do you know? I, I don't I think if I think the you're victims either, aren't there to tell the tale <laughs> you're either you're either into being a baby or I mean baby because babies don't murder people so you, I think he's got he's 
I, I trust his commitment to the part enough, I think. Yeah. He wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, I'm also Chucky. You know, uh, there's too much all going on. He just wants to be a baby. He wants to be... He wouldn't be a murder baby. He wouldn't be a murder baby. But they're perverts, and I do want to kink shame. And uh, then <laughs> I told my dad about it, and my dad's always is either underwhelmed or goes too far. And he was like, report him to the police. And I was like, I can't, because he's, his location on Twitter is just... Uh, in a full nappy. <laughs> He's a genius. This this baby is the smartest adult baby we've ever dealt with here on the force. So he did he did come to my show. God. So I had to spend the whole preview looking at people and looking at their trousers to see if they looked like they had nappyish they were, bulges. If they were rustly. Yeah. Rustly pants. Were there like a couple of guys where they were like prime suspects where you saw oh, they look a bit like they've shot themselves? Oh, everyone in the front row. They all seemed really normal. They were a lovely audience. And at the end, I was like, just so you know, this adult baby's been tweeting me. I've spent this entire preview looking at your faces one by one, trying to work out who it is. And my agent was in that show and he said, this weird middle-aged man, as soon as I mentioned it, the guy just looked mortified and just sunk down in his seat. Then people messaged after the show to say they were sitting along from the adult baby and he was stinking. So he was sitting just like pissing himself during the show. But someone came up after to say they really enjoyed the show and I was kind of talking to him and... I just kept like looking down at his jeans discreetly to see if he was wearing a nappy. And just like sniffing. Because according to his yeah. fantasy, you can tell. You can yeah. tell. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so your disgusting. Mo- your mo- motherly instincts. It's so gross. That's what I hate. That he, I hate that men either hate female comedians or they love them so much that they heckle you by wanting you to change their nappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd love, I'd love for that. As a quote to become like, uh, like you know those Marilyn Monroe quotes, <laughs> like like overdone, like if like in, like in forty years people are like, well Fern Brady said it best. Men either hate female comedians or love them so much they want them to change their nappy. <laughs> yeah. And we go, that is true, yeah. Well, but That's they do fucking this mad because there was like a female comedian WhatsApp group, and I think we talked about it in that about yeah. how they what the. They just need attention in some way where you're supposed to participate in their mad. But what I don't understand is why 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 didn't he enjoy it when you when you called him out at the end? Why wasn't he? That was what I was surprised that he didn't enjoy it. Mm. Maybe because he could see how angry I was, and I wasn't like "Mm, a naughty boy wants his nappy changed or whatever. I never know where the fantasy stops with this whole thing because if it's if he's really committed to it, then he'd like you being angry because that's what a mummy would be. A mummy would be angry, wouldn't (laughs) you? Yeah. Mummy would be angry. Yeah, stop saying if that. If little Philly pooed himself, Mummy would be angry. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not Phil. trying to be weird. I'm just saying no. Mummy would be angry. No, he's. <laughs> I need to stop saying that. There's, there's, there's an. Um, now he's gonna latch onto you. <laughs> Look. Sorry, Pay attention mommy. now. Yes, Mummy. Sorry. <laughs> there's a guy that comes to female comedians gigs this guy in a wheelchair and then he asks to he like shows the female comic pictures on his phone 
And then uh, as they're scrolling through to be nice to him, yeah, it just suddenly comes up with like pictures of his dick. Oh, <laughs> and God. then like you scroll to the next one and it's a picture of him wanking in his wheelchair. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Uh. It just shows per- perversion, you know, it could be anyone. Um, Doesn't discriminate. No, he goes to all the female comic shows. There's like a group of different perverts that come to all of our shows. There's a guy that draws caricatures of us. What? Yeah. Like like a like a, a sort of holiday beachfront caricaturist. Yeah. So, who's gone mad? Yeah. One time I was doing a show. I think it was at the Museum of Comedy. And they said, oh, there's this guy waiting for you here. And I thought it was a producer I was having a meeting with after. Right. So I was like, hey, are you Ben? And he was like, I heard your footsteps coming down the stairs. No. <laughs> the other ladies normally wear heels. So oh. I, can, I know. He was like, I can hear them much more easily, but you have very soft footsteps. The and other he, ladies? Yeah, and then he's like... In my basement? Oh, showed God. me this drawing of me, which was unflatteringly bloated looking maybe realistically <laughs> big flowery arms yeah. yeah it was me on stage and um then he <laughs> i thought he was coming to the show and then he said i have to go now um because i've got to go and draw drew barrymore across town oh what yeah was drew barrymore in town i don't know busy but he oh, said boy. as if she wanted it done and then another man that's did so a... Fun. That's so funny if he like draws <sighs> really unflattering drawings of the women he's obsessed with and his yeah. kink is like to show them really mean, like... He's Someone ne- did he... a drawing of me where I had an Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> so and you're then... being you're being negged through the art of caricature. Yeah, but I didn't have the heart to bin it. It's still in my living room. No! Because, um... this, this is making me think that if we want to catch serial killers or like weirdos, you just set up a fake female comedian or just use you as like yeah. a li- as like a fucking lightning rod. And well, I seem to be getting the ones that used to go to, they used to be in a Catherine Ryan uh, and now they've moved on to me, which is really flattering. They've, they've passed on. <laughs> like, yeah, she's, Catherine's great. She's, yeah. she, she's moved on to a, a, like some higher grade of lunatic. Yeah, because she gets terrible. Like, <clears throat> have you seen all her responses to them? It's yeah. great. It's like foot people a lot. I've seen oh, like everyone gets that. The foot, the foot guys. Well, yeah, they want yeah. your shoes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think all women that are in any kind of the pub, public eye get, um, if you Google their name plus feet, they'll be on a foot fetish website. Yeah. Mm. Do you think? But like, if we just if we just passed a law of all the fetishes, though, foot fetish. I mean, that's. I think foot fetish is. I think it's disgusting. What, no, oh, you hate feet though. Yeah, but, but I, mean, I went out with a guy that was a foot fetishist and he would like put my toes in his mouth yeah. and then I would just be like, <laughs> just <laughs> trying not to gag. I've uh, had toes in my mouth. Yeah, yeah but my I've toes my, are all moldy. I've had my toes in mouth. Oh, well, that's, that's, your, that's down to you. That's your responsibility. Well, I was going to go to, who do you go to to get it sorted? A, 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 shura- a, shura- a Podiatrist. A podiatrist, a shuropodist. Yeah. One of those words. Yeah. How weird. Sorry, also, there was this comedian that was like best friends with Sean Walsh and he was in the finals of So You Think You're Funny and he quit comedy to be a podiatrist. Is that not mental? Really? Yeah. Maybe he's... Brighton, he's in Brighton. Maybe he's the most sane of us all. Maybe he got on stage yeah. that night and just looked down at all these feet and it's like, it was like that scene in American Beauty. He's like, 
<laughs> this is just Kevin Spacey in American Beauty, which is, I think, a reference I bring up on every episode of this podcast. Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> tradition. Yeah. it's tradition. You are a bit like him because you're cre- creepy. No! <laughs> Fern, I was like, she's going to turn this around. Because <laughs> you're also a good actor, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, no, Fern, don't say that. But on, maybe on, on our podcast. Oh, is that not the image you have? No, my image here is of a very respectful, uh, cute, <laughs> twee, shy, sort of <laughs> nice. You could, you know, you could bring me home to your parents. You know. Oh, right. Yeah, that's um, the image I'm trying to uh, build here. So if you wouldn't mind yeah, playing along no. to that. But but I think that if you just pass a law that anyone who sends you something like this, the police get a right to raid their house. That'd be amazing. We'd catch, But we'd catch like, I'd say one in five of these people has something to hide. Yeah. The deck picks thing was weird because it was usually people asking me if I was coming to their town for a gig. Uh, like a guy messaged saying, when are you coming to Perth? Yeah. And he didn't reply, so he sent me his dick. What? Maybe this will change your mind. <laughs> yeah. It was a really big dick, but that's not going to pay my flight. <laughs> How big would it have to be? It would have to reach from Perth to here so that I could walk <laughs> walk the tightrope on the deck. <laughs> you, could just, you could just grab onto the end and wait for him to get cold. Swing it. Yeah, not be aroused. And then he would just like, <laughs> like, like measuring tape. <laughs> <laughs> you smack into his balls. Pat! Ow! <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ring letters, emails, phone numbers, correspondence. All right, Cash gets in touch. Cash. Cash? That's a, that's a pretty badass name. That is a cool name, Cash. With a K. Oh, okay. Cash. Cash, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's even cooler because it's a non-standard spelling. That's how that works. Uh, dear TP, phonetic rendition of acronym TP, short for two Ps. Okay, yeah. Sure. A couple of degrees of separation there. Yeah. Uh, last week, my wife and I were babysitting her three-year-old niece for the weekend. We had discharged our duties as fun-time guardians admirably. Trips to the park, cake baking, etc. And she was sound asleep by 8 p.m., leaving us to enjoy our Saturday night together. Unfortunately, our sense of accomplishment and peace was rudely disturbed when said niece woke up with a fever around midnight, and I was sent out to find a chemist selling Calpol. 
Finding a 24-hour chemist in London is harder than you might think, and I was forced to travel all the way into Charing Cross. Oh. Yeah. Whilst perusing the aisles of the all-night chemist in Charing Cross, I found myself next to a rather diminutive, nervous-looking American tourist. Think a Woody Allen figure in a sort of trench coat. Uh, buying condoms as surreptitiously as possible. After making sure the coast was clear, he shuffled up to the counter, eyes low, and tried to pay without drawing any attention to himself. Oh God, if it is, if it is Woody Allen, you've got to guess who he's trying to fuck. <laughs> Ugh, you don't want to think about it. The paying audiences. Nice. Uh, we also blew Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he shuffles up to the counter all sneaky-like, trying to pay without getting noticed, at which point his loud, doe-coloured mountain of a wife... <laughs> doe-coloured. He's like, your arm's firm. <laughs> You're so vicious. You said it. You said it first. Stop talking about my doe arms. <laughs> Fat tits. <I'd> re- <laughs> You have big fat tits. No, they're shapely. Go on, Pierre. <laughs> at, which, at which point his loud doe-coloured mountain of a wife drew up alongside him and at full theatrical volume announced to the entire store, Six? My God, Michael, are you crazy? We're only here for a week. <laughs> Six? My God, Michael. He says, insert stereotypical New York accent for full effect. Six? My God. Hey, New York. My God, Michael. I'm fucking over here. I'm fucking... Uh- Six. six, my God, Michael. We're only hit. No, I don't know. Six, six. They call them rubbers, Why don't they? Why are they using condoms when they're married? Well, this is the real question at what the heart mean? of this. Because they don't have... What? Why not just use a um, more long-term form of birth control? Condoms are for single people. I know someone who's married. Diseased and... people. Yeah. I know, so, um, I we know can someone, be both. I know someone who's married and, and she and her husband still use condoms. and They've been married for years and I do think it's odd. Yeah, my parents did as well. Yeah, that is strange, isn't it? Because yeah. I found them. Did you? Yeah, I found a condom in the house. Um, and then I put it in my mum's dressing gown pocket. <laughs> and then my mum, <laughs> I found out years later, my mum said to my brother, oh, can you go and get this out, get something out of my dressing gown pocket? He went, <laughs> found the condom. And then she gave him then- a wink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that what's there? (laughs) Oh my, I must have misplaced that. (laughs) No, he said he was horrified for years. Yeah. And he thought, why did she send me to to look for that? The (laughs) condom. But it was me. (laughs) So you gave him this horrible complex. It was me just mischievously putting condoms in different places. (laughs) What do you remember was it a bog standard condom or was it one of the eccentric ones? I thought you were gonna ask like what size it was. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a normal one. Well, it was the first condom I ever seen. Yeah. But I've always what uh, maybe because they're Catholics, and where I'm from is like 1950s Britain. Yeah. Um, so it might have been that. Or maybe. Um. The so the guy says like the you know the lady pops up and goes, "My God, Michael, we're only here for a week." Uh, needless to say, the poor man's ego was crushed beyond recognition. Everyone <laughs> felt his humiliation, Duh. including the young, bemused store clerk who handed back the receipt and change, saying, OK, thank you. Keep jacking it, cash. Uh, so, OK, thank you is a catchphrase. 
on the podcast. Oh. Uh, because it's the it's the thing that you, it's the way that you can react when you don't have anything to say to an awkward scenario. An overwhelming situation. Or it's overwhelmed you. So you or you, all you can do is go, okay, thank you, and just kind of walk away. Oh, cool. It's quite a good way of dealing. If someone comes up to you and goes, your footsteps are soft and my nappy is full, and you go, okay, thank you, and you just <laughs> walk away. It's oh. good, and, that, and people have. It, it, we didn't expect it to take off like it has, but people send us their okay, thank you stories. Yeah, it does That's happen. Amazing. It happens in real life a lot. Cash says, "P.S. Uh, a few weeks ago, you read out an email from my good friend Emma, who relayed to you how she and I struggle not to r- conclude all correspondence in our corporate douchebag jobs with Koji. Keep on jacking it." Uh, which is the, the the goodbye catchphrase. That's our mm. other catchphrase. Keep, uh, on keep on jacking it. Uh, I feel compelled to tell you that she has since texted me with well, the following keep message. It. Keep jacking it. Well, yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, formal, the formal original version is keep on jacking um, it. I feel compelled to tell you that she has since texted me with the following message. I said, okay, thank you after sex the other night. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> That's, funny. <laughs> That's funny. But this, this, tiny, this couple in this... Um, uh, pharmacist. Pharmacist. They sound like... Fucking Jack Spratt. <laughs> <That's why. laughs> this is why. This like a Quentin Blake drawing. Yeah, yeah. One was skinny and shy and loved, <laughs> and loved condoms. And the other was big and loud and didn't like them. And hated her husband. And, ha- and th- th- thought they'd only bang it out a couple of times on their week-long trip to London. <laughs> also, she's annoyed he's buying six. And it's like, well, you can't get them in singles from a jar like Penny Sweets. Like <laughs> gig, gig nightclubs, you can. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just like, shh, like, like. Yeah, they do. They have loads of just all over the toilets and stuff. As I well. think. I think they should make them select them like old-fashioned sweets from a sweet shop, and some of those. And yeah, you wrap in like some paper. Yeah, and some pink ones, and that, <laughs> and that, and those big green ones over there. I Whoa. remember seeing um, femdoms in the the dildo warehouse last week, and they look like. Like fucking Tesco bags or something. What's a femdom? That you just... That's like a bag you put up in you. Yeah. Ugh, why? A big vagina I don't sack. No. Yeah. I feel like having sex with a plastic bag, yeah. Yeah, it would. Or, or a, a warm, ghost. warm plastic bag, yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah, it's really weird to me Tramps that anyone delight. would still use them because there's so many other things you can get. You can actually get like a contraceptive vagina ring well, that goes up at the top. Right? right, yeah. Or a sponge, a contraceptive sponge. If you like it, put a ring on it. Oh, yeah. I've heard of the yeah. sponge thing. It doesn't sound good. A little sponge bump. Just sponge. means your dick's bumping up against a, a sponge. Sponge. No, I just don't trust it. Filled with spermicide or something. Yeah. <laughs> I want. I want to. I want to see it after in a. You know. In a container. In a, in a container going, ha ha, gotcha, suckers. <laughs> you thought you were getting away, but you're not. When you Enjoyed prison. And when, I you, in when, when you look at a used Johnny, that's what you, you're like uh, when, a, when a villain in a cartoon catches Scooby-Doo's gang in a big net. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you fools. You meddling you could, kids. <laughs> you meddling swimmers thought you could ruin my life with an unplanned pregnancy. Well, I've got news for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, why, um, I slowly lower into a, like a big bowl of piranhas <laughs> the condom starts and moving loads and i leave for some reason <laughs> why do they always leave they, they just, just leave they're busy they, it's all everything they've done it's led up to this point and they're like, ah, the, I trust the machine. It, it's, it usually works. They go, I have to Like leaving the washing on. Yeah. <laughs> just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Um, we, have an, uh, we have a shit story. 
Oh, uh-huh. thank you. We have a poo story. That's why the nappy thing was so on brand. It's a very poopy podcast sometimes. <laughs> uh, uh, hi, Bud Pod. This is from Ben. Hi, Ben. Uh, ben, Ben, one of the best men. Ooh. Uh, absolutely love the show. I'm currently on work experience and must have looked like an idiot to my temporary colleagues whilst, quote, screaming with laughter at the spiced whisper story in the last episode. <laughs> that was... Screaming! Screaming! Obsessed. I was laughing so much, I was screaming! Uh, anyway, here is my own shitty story. About three years ago, me and a couple of mates went around Europe to celebrate finishing our A-levels. After about five days in Italy, we arrived in Venice, having somehow not touched booze for the first part of the trip. So we needed a drink. After searching around uh, the least convenient That's place on planet Earth... very mature for... It's 18 years old. I think it sounds like an accident. Oh, okay. They it doesn't sound like they were like, well, let's not drink <laughs> For the first four days of Italy, let's not have any vino. I want to start with Venetian wine. Venetian wine? Oh, that's the first thing I want to do. I don't want to sully my lips with any other booze. Uh, eventually, we found an awful corner shop selling cartons of red wine. After consuming several cartons of the vinegary substance, my memory fades. And this is where the story kicks in. My next memory of the evening is being sat on the toilet in our shared bathroom. So memory gone. And you know how <laughs> hard like, cut. Yeah, hard cut. You know your memory cuts back in like a film. Boom. <laughs> You're alive again. And his memory is like, ah, cartons of wine in Venice. Boom, I'm on the loo. <laughs> in the shared bathroom of the hostel we were staying in. So shared bathroom, uh, by shared bathroom, he means shared with the entire hotel rather than just his friends. So it's an everyone toilet. All of a sudden, a feeling came over me that almost sobered me. Simultaneously, hell left both ends of my body. (laughs) There's a phrase for this in Chinese. Is there? Sang o xia tu. Sang o xia tu. Was just (laughs) shitting out your ass and vomiting out your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) There's a phrase in English. (laughs) (laughs) We're not so different. (laughs) I don't know why I thought it would be a proverb, (laughs) but it's not. I thought it was going to be at least a metaphor, like ah, the flying crane and the burrowing frog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a oh, that's clever. You know, is it literally just yeah, shitting out your (laughs) shitting out your ass and vomiting out your mouth? Well, it uh, is. It's like it. It literally translates as up vomit down poo. <laughs> I let, okay, that is better. Yeah. That's like a political slogan. A five-year poo plan. I've done it the other way around, but I want to tell Shitting you out that. your mouth and vomiting Vomit out your ass. ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, the vomit was going down and I'll the poo was going up. But I'll what? tell what? I'll tell you to finish this poo story because oh, okay. I'll tell you mine. Great. Yours does sound like it needs its own. It was really bad. Um, all right, so he says, simultaneously, hell left both ends of my body. I attempted to stand and spin around to throw up in the toilet and created what can only be described as a helicopter of poo and vomit. <laughs> like a sprinkler. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially, what's interesting is that means that when he's at his most animalistic and instinctive, he finds vomit more of an emergency than poo. So he's, yeah. sat, he's sat pooing and vomiting and he thinks, no, the vomit needs to be more in the loo than the poo does. He's flipped round. He's yeah. sprayed it everywhere. He's done a helicopter. None of which ended up in the toilet, he says. Oh, oh no. God. In my drunken state, I for some reason assumed the bathroom was a sort of a wet room. You know, like it's all, <laughs> all over. I assumed it was a wet room as I noticed a dark plug-looking sort of hole behind the toilet. I then decided to hose the crime scene down with the shower provided in the room. <laughs> After hosing the room down for 20 minutes... I began to notice that the shitty, sicky water was actually going nowhere apart from up. Oh, no. With the bathroom filling up, my mate came to check on me, as I had been a while. 
I stupidly opened the door and unleashed fury into uh, the hallway. Uh, ah! <laughs> 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 <The> Titanic. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, unleashed fury into the hallway of the hotel with the brown water flooding out across the floor. This was when I realized I was in huge trouble. My next move was to begin kicking the dirty water back into the bathroom whilst completely naked and begin to mop it up with any towel or bedsheet that I could find. Yeah, get in there! <laughs> Take that! Hiya! Take that! Hi-ya. <laughs> a man frantically kicking turds into a <laughs> flooded bathroom in a corridor nude. <laughs> <laughs> they come out of the toilet and were chasing him out the room. <laughs> My next memory was the morning after when the hotel cleaners knocked on our door to tell us that a radiator had leaked and flooded the bathroom and the hallway. I had gotten away with it and I've never been so delighted. Uh, also, the radiators were full of shit for some reason. <laughs> well, one of the turd radiators uh, leaked. Uh, obviously, here in Vienna, uh, Vienna, uh, 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 Venice, we like to have hot turds on tap. Yeah. Anyway, hope you enjoyed, and uh, it isn't too filthy for the part. Not at all, Ben. Keep on jacking it. Love from Ben. That is a great poo story. That is an excellent poo story. A helicopter of shit. Helicopter shit and kicking, kicking poos back where they came from. <laughs> Like they're like they're sieging, an actual, besieging your city. An actual shit kicker. They've they've learned to fight back. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- I just love your idea. He's going hi ya. <laughs> that was the first the first one of two of episode thirty. It was that, good, wasn't that it? That was episode thirty A. Episode 30A. Yes, please. Like with maths homework when they'd say you only need to do three questions and then you'd realize it was question one, A, B, all the way through to K. (laughs) And you go, you fucker. (laughs) You dog. Well, this is that same kind of lie. This is episode, that was episode 30A. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Fern will be back with us for next week's episode 30B for our, we're having like Kanye West style birthday. Yeah. Stretching it out as long as we can. Yes. Yes. And, And releasing ugly, ugly shoes. I thought you were going to say children. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. Okay, thank you. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.